0: 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. It's part three of our series on confession. It's kind of picking up from where we were on Spirit of Faith right, after, right before that. Um, so, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. We having, let's, I was trying to debate where I was going to pray or read that first. I'm going to pray first. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. We thank you that he is alive and that he's alive in us. Thank you, Father, for the work that he did on the earth, the example he showed that he gave us, The demonstration of your power, the demonstration of your heart, the demonstration of your plan and your purpose, the demonstration of what we were to become in him. Father, thank you that when he ascended back to the throne, that he didn't leave us alone, didn't leave us helpless, but he gave us of his own spirit. We thank you for the Holy Spirit who lives on the inside of us now, Spirit of Christ, that you direct us, that you open our eyes. May I speak as your oracle to each and every heart, open our hearts to hear, spiritual hearts to hear, our spirits to hear, that your word may gain entrance to our hearts. Open our spiritual eyes to see and our spiritual ears to hear. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We having the same spirit of faith. There's a spirit of faith. And he said, We have it. I actually like how it is in the King James. That's a surprise to you, I'm sure. It says, We having. We having the same spirit of faith identical spirit of faith it is not a different spirit of faith we speaking of this is, this is Paul writing under the inspiration of the Spirit of God he's saying we we believers we that have confessed the Lordship of Christ we that have uh, turned our lives over, to the Lordship of Christ, of the God's anointed Messiah, the anointed one, everything that has to do with one that the one that was to be anointed of God uh, and the anointing. And so sometimes the Spirit of God is called the anointing. And so um, we who have made Jesus the Lord of our life, we having the same identical spirit of faith. The same identical spirit of faith. Now this isn't like your iPhone can read your fingerprint and sometimes somebody else's or your little if you have if you do Apple products or Siri answering to someone else's voice because it makes mistakes. You're talking about the author of life said you have the same identical spirit of faith. The spirit of faith that Jesus, that you see the works of God through Jesus, that's the same identical spirit of faith that every believer has. We having that same spirit of faith. We have the same spirit of faith. We're not trying to get the same spirit of faith. We have the same spirit of faith. Not we will have. No, we do have the same spirit of faith. Hebrews 11, you you see, we call it like the, the the faith hall of fame or the heroes of faith. Well, they are very, if you read about them, they are some very imperfect people. So how in the world did God do mighty works through them if they were not perfect? Huh, that might be your first clue that perfection is not a requirement to have the spirit of faith. That perfection is not the requirement actually to come into the body of Christ. This is another series I'm working on, but that perfection is not equivalent with righteousness. Righteousness doesn't mean you're perfect and you make no mistakes. That'll just work on you for a little while. All right? So we having the same spirit of faith. It's not a different spirit of faith. We have the same spirit of faith. Faith comes by hearing, Romans 10, 17, and hearing by the word of God. Or faith comes by hearing and hearing. Hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. It's actually a, if you look at, if you kind of study that out, it is a present tense hearing. Faith does not come or is not produced through what you have heard in the past. If you listen to the Bible, it will destroy religion from the aspect of religion is just like a methodology or a set of rules or a set of standards and that's, that, that's all, all that we have when we come to God. No, you actually have a relationship. And so if um, you think like the things of God are kind of like uh, robotic, it'd be like me waking up every morning at, you know, whatever time, well, I wake up before you, so it'd be like every time, whatever time Melody would get up, I would go and say, Good morning it's time to say I love you so I love you I'll tell you again at 1201 at lunch like you know that's not that's not now uh, let me take a short rabbit trail the reason it'll be short is because I said it'll be short Did you have what you say had this romantic idea of missions when I was younger. So Melody and I were going back to, uh, or going out to the Philippines, and uh, we knew we were going into villages where they didn't really have a finished floor. It was, a lot of them were dirt floor. And so you just see these pictures or whatever, you know, and you think it's a, it's a grass hut and everybody's clothes are going to be dirty and all this stuff. No. This is before people started texting the United States. This is back in 05. You know, like every village, they had like texting so they had texting and they had the most crisp white shirts with dirt floors that I have ever seen so you knew you kind of pictured things a certain way sometimes but maybe it's not it's not um, always the way that you pictured it so the, the rabbit trail is in a marriage relationship Especially, sometimes one spouse has a romantic idea of a romantic date or a romantic thing or whatever. And so, you just want the other person to just flow into that, the picture of that automatically. You keep getting disappointed and disappointed and disappointed. You might want to give them, especially if it's a a man, a little bit of framework. Let me give you 10 choices of what I think is romantic. So I want to be surprised, so I don't want to tell you what to do this time. But sometime I'd like you to take me for a barefoot walk through the grass or I don't know what it is, somewhere. (laughs) That's probably something you would like. She loves to be barefoot. So, So I'm just trying to say like, All systems aren't bad and it's good to have a system that you have a a lifestyle that you read the word and you pray every day and you set aside time and uh, sometimes you have to make appointments for your family if you're very busy. It seems uh, cold but actually if you don't prioritize it, it won't happen and so you need to do it. So if you don't prioritize your relationship with the Lord, it, it might not happen. But don't ever make the mistake of thinking just because you have to have that in the schedule that that means your relationship with God is just this, this cold, unfeeling, unemotional, uninvolved type of thing because that's, that's very far from the truth. It is a relationship. And that relationship needs to be uh, invested into just like any other relationship. And so, you know, we're talking about confession. You know, the more that you tell your husband or your wife, I love you from your heart, I appreciate you, You're special to me. I'm so glad we got married. Do you know, like your love will actually, the fruit of love will actually grow more by expressing that that's in your heart. Well, it's no different than um, your relationship with the Lord. If you don't ever talk to the Lord and say, Lord, I really love you. Thank you for giving me the word. Thank you for seeing me in my condition and loving me still in spite of it. You know you're so much better than I would be. I probably wouldn't love me. <laughs> well, by he, because sometimes you just see yourself by the flesh or by the limitations. But he never sees you that way. He sees you in Christ. He sees you in victory, yeah. not defeat. He sees you in freedom, not bondage. He sees you for. Fulf- fulfilled, inwardly fulfilled, and fulfilling the will of God. And so um, we have the same spirit of faith, according as it's written, I have believed, therefore have I spoken, we also believe and therefore speak. And so let me finish the other part of that for just a second. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The Greek word, therefore word of God, is the Rama of God. And that, that literally means the spoken word of God, or the, the word that God reveals or makes real to you. So faith comes by hearing, but how does hearing come? through the speaker? You know, like the speaker? I want to bring this up sometime. Uh, uh, When I was in my high school physics class, my physics teacher, he was always come up with something. So um, he put this amplifier on the little uh, science desk, and on the other end, he put this little metal pole that had a metal hoop in it, and then he put a bungee string attached to that and took it over here to the amplifier. And over here at the amplifier, he put, uh, speaker he got out of an old stereo and he turned it on its backside like that so that the magnets on this side and the little uh, fabric is up here and then he took and he hot glued on like three little copper wires stiff wires and then he hooked the other side of the bungee here and then he turned the amplifier on and so when you turn the amplifier on to the right frequency all of a sudden that string starts bouncing like this until it has standing waves So you could actually see the sound wave, physically see the sound wave. So you can measure the amplitude, you could see, you know, it was really cool. But you know, like a speaker, like the reason you hear is that speaker is vibrating in and out and it's got like the air pressure and then that sound is traveling through there to your ear that's doing the same thing. Bet you didn't expect to hear that this morning. (laughs) Okay, so it's doing the same thing. Faith does come by that because you have to physically hear, but that's not the full equation because just hearing with your physical ear alone and it going to your brain does not produce faith. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the revelation of God, the Word of God, the Word that God makes real to you. So faith does come by hearing and hearing. And if you hear and hear and hear and hear over and over again, uh, eventually, you're going to kind of open up. I know when I started walking uh, in the things of the Lord in a, in a very uh, vital sort of way, that, uh, man, I'd be like, okay, am I getting that with my head? Or am I getting that in my spirit? Or like, what is this? And I couldn't figure it out, couldn't isolate. But you know what happened? I just, I just stayed at it. And the more I heard the word... The more I was able to identify and the more all of a sudden, all of a sudden I would see the same verse that I had always seen before I only saw it with my head. All of a sudden I would get glimpses of it in my heart. I'm like, whoa, that was different. Like it would kind of be confusing a little, not confusing like um, I feel trapped confusing, just like it would mess with my brain. (laughs) The Lord was messing with my brain. And so that's the kind of hearing we want. And it's interesting that that kind of hearing, I love this. I love the Lord. Because he is wisdom itself. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you have any measure of faith, it did not come from you. It came from God and hearing by the word of God. So we can't take credit for it. It's a work of God. Okay, let's forget about taking credit for it. If faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, God is interested in you personally. He will speak to every single one of you personally. He wants, he's revealing to every person, every believer personally the word of God. Now, to unbelievers, to every single unbeliever, he will come upon them and reveal that Jesus is Lord, reveal that apart from him, they're they're living, uh, they need to be born again. They're they're in sin, you know, like uh, that something has to change and that Jesus is the change. Jesus is the answer. Um, Faith comes by hearing, hearing by uh, the word of God, the word that God makes real to you. All right, so back to the main scripture text. We having the same spirit of faith According as it's written, I have believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. And so that's that's our main text for this, this whole uh, series that we're doing about the confession of your mouth. What did you say? What did you say? Pastor Mark has an illustration he gives. I love it. Uh, partly because I, uh, I still have my license, but I haven't flown in years. But I was a private pilot. And so um, he said, you know, uh, they get the... The plane crashes they get the little black box which incidentally if you don't know about aviation is actually bright orange but they call it the black box they call it the black box So they go down they pull out the little black box and they listen to the last thing you said and they hear the pilot say we're gonna die we're gonna die it's going down so what's the little black box in your life like what did you say let's go back and hear what you said before you crashed it matters what you say. Well, we having the same identical spirit of faith, I have believed, and because I have believed, I spoke. But if you don't know that you have the same spirit of faith, you might act like you don't have it. You might just act normal. Can you believe? The price of gasoline? I got a diesel truck, so the diesel went up like 60 cents in two days. I was paying, what was I paying? In Marshall, I was paying three, uh, I don't know, 379. And uh, when I drove by this morning, it said four, I think it was 69. So actually, no, that's like 90 cents or something. I can do math, you know, help me if I get, get all messed up. Can you believe... How can I afford? Well, that's just normal. That's just normal, but you're not normal. So you don't say, can you believe? You say, look at the price of gas. My God is more than enough. There's not going to be a problem filling my tank or somebody else's tank. It is not a problem because God is my supply. That's not normal. But you're not normal. You have the same spirit of faith. All right. Oh. How are we going to do all this? All right. All right. I got pages. I told Melody, I got no way I'm going to finish all these. See, I said it. Why did I say it? Sometimes you don't realize what you're saying until... You're in the circumstance that it created. Okay. Numbers, chapter 13, verse 25 uh, through 14:4. Four. I'm going to try to read this quickly because I don't want to dwell on this, but I think this is a good um, reflection to look at. After exploring the land for 40 days, Moses sent them out, you know the spies to explore the land. Uh, They returned to Moses and Aaron and the whole community of Israel at Kadesh in the wilderness of Paran. I'm reading in New Living uh, for you guys back there. Sorry about, I forgot to tell you. They reported to the whole community what they had seen and showed them the fruit that they had taken from the land. And this was their report to Moses. So remember, the Lord said, I got this promised land for you. Uh, you, you need to go in and possess it. And so uh, Moses said, okay, let's send out spies into the land uh, to see, see what the land is like. And so this is the report. After the spies came back, the report, uh, and they said to Moses, we entered into the land you sent us to explore. And it is indeed a bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Here is the kind of fruit that it produces. But the people living there are powerful and their towns are large and fortified. We even saw giants there. The descendants of Anak, the Amalekites, live in, in the Negev, and the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, live in the hill country. The Canaanites live along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and along the uh, Valley Jordan. So like the the cost of... Uh, Gasoline has gone up. The cost of diesel has gone up. The cost of anything for your home has gone up. The cost of food has gone. You hear this is what they're saying. We got the Jebusites, the Amorites. Da, 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 da. Oh, there's a lot of good stuff there. But we got the gas prices, and we got the. All right. Uh, the Canaanites live along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and along the Jordan Valley. But Caleb tried to quiet the people. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Hold on. Wait. 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 Stop. Stop. Don't say. Don't say. Don't say. I know you want to say it really bad. Don't say it. Stop. Hold on. Stop. Stop. She wanted to go into the United States capital, and be like, stop. Stop saying all that. Let me give you something to say. The mighty word of God. Okay. But Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. And he said, let's go at once and take the land. Well, there's something different about him. There's something very different about him. Oh, well, people like faith. They might think they don't, but they like faith. Look at uh, Zelensky. President Biden says, Hey, dude, we will evacuate you. He said, I need no evacuation. I need weapons I'm not gonna turn tail and run from the fight this is right when my people need me you know they interviewed his former press secretary you think I'm teaching politics but I'm not (laughs) I'm not saying you so they interviewed his former press secretary and they said, now, is this a newfound courage that this man has or is this just like uh, who he is? And she said, well, you know, eight years ago, down when, Ru- when Russia was invading, I don't remember if it was Georgia, which they keep invading a lot of places, but uh, whichever place they invaded, he went down there to see the troops and they want to put him in a fancy hotel. He said, no, he said, I want to stay with the troops. And uh, they took him to some troops and it, it was like... Um, not exactly at the front lines. He said, I want to go to the troops that are on the very front lines. If they got to be there, I want to go see them. Well, there's something different about that man. How much more he got a spirit of faith. So well, Caleb and Joshua, they were standout people. Uh, they were quite different. Uh, he said, let's go at once and take the land. So, you think about Zelensky, you know, the president of Ukraine, if you're not following, if you're not tracking with me. He said, I, I, I want to go down and be among them. I want to be one of them. Actually, this last week, last week, he said, you know, if I was a better shooter, I would go on the front lines, but I'm a terrible shot. <laughs> yeah, they put him in the front. But what did Jesus do? He said, I'm going to come down. I'm going to become one of you. I want to feel what you feel. I want to smell what you smell. I want to have the same temptation you have because I love you so much. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to perfectly fulfill every requirement of the law. And I'm going to take all of your inabilities and I'm going to nail them right to a wooden pole of shame. And I'm going to defeat them on that pole so they never have any power over you ever again. I am touched with the feelings of your infirmities. In other words, I, 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 I feel what you're feeling. And I overcame that so you wouldn't have to live under the weight of that feeling, that you wouldn't have to have that in your life. I came to set you free. I came to bring you real life. Real life is not found in these other things. There's a lot of things you can give your life to. There's a lot of things you can invest in. There's a lot of thrills, natural thrills you can get. But there is no thrill like the thrill you get when the life of God comes on the inside of you and starts flowing through you. You start to radiate with the same power that raised Christ from the dead. So he said... We certainly can conquer it. Verse 31. But the other men who had explored the land with him disagreed. We can't go up against them. They're stronger than we are. So they spread a bad report about the land among the Israelites. The land we traveled through and explored will devour anyone who goes to live there. I don't know. It doesn't say they actually saw anybody devoured. It kind of sounds like the work of the devil. Because God said when you eat that thing, you know, it's going to be really bad. Anyhow, all the people, uh, let's say devour, and all the people we saw were huge. I am a shrimp. We are shrimps. We even saw, saw there the descendants of Anak. Next to them, we felt like grasshoppers, and that's what they thought too. I will squish you like a grasshopper, young grasshopper. All right, then the, the whole community began weeping aloud. Are you, are you getting a picture of what was happening here? You ever been in a situation like that? You know how bad it's going to be? Like, it's like everybody feels, I think it's a flesh thing. Everybody feels the need to one-up the how bad it's going to be. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I heard, you know what I heard? uh, The whole community began weeping aloud, and they cried all night. Their voices rose in a great chorus of protest against Moses and Aaron. If only we died in Egypt, or even here in the wilderness, they complained. Why has the Lord taken us to this country only to have us die in battle? Our wives and our little ones are going to be carried away as plunder. Wouldn't it be better for us to return to Egypt? And then they plotted among themselves. Let's choose a new leader and go back to Egypt. Yeah, that's how I feel about it too. But everybody have a straight face right now. Sometimes your flesh kind of does that. The things of the Lord, things of whatever. You don't stay in fellowship with the Lord. You kind of get like other things in front of your face. And then all, the thing, all of a sudden, you think on those too much. You meditate on those. You, you look at that. Let, take that in. All of a sudden, you find yourself saying things that, like, why am I saying that? How come the Lord doesn't seem so real to me right now? Because you didn't tell your wife that you love her every day. The illustration I said earlier. In other words, you didn't tell the Lord, Lord, I love your word. I'm receiving from you. So so you're growing in your love for your spouse, but then also you're growing in your love for the Lord, and and you're learning about walking with him, and and those are your thoughts. Well, you have the same spirit of faith, but you're not letting it dominate you. You're not yielding to that same spirit of faith. You're you're yielding to the spirit that's in the world. Is all that stuff real? That's just weak-minded people that do that, that religion stuff. That's for the weak-minded. That's what they say. It's the weak-minded. The people, they just don't think. Oh, you talk about you want to find someone strong? You find someone who refuses to yield to the flesh, puts their body under... Somebody who doesn't go by what reason says, but goes by what God has declared and has created and has made, that is the one who is strong. And the cool thing is, they're not the one that's strong in themselves. They're strong in the Lord and in the power of the might of God because they've tapped into another realm and another world that actually created the world that you see, bozo. All right. All right. Um, huh, what did I do? Copy that twice? But again and again, they've tested me. Let me see here. Wouldn't it be good for us to go to Egypt? Okay, so basically, Moses intercedes for the people and starts praying. And then we pick up uh, in verse uh, 22. But again and again... Uh, the Lord said, They've tested me and refused to listen to my voice. They will never even see the land I swore to give their ancestors. None of those who have treated me with contempt will ever see it. But my servant Caleb has a different attitude than the others have. I, I got to read that in the King James because um, you know, it was originally written in the King. No, I'm King. Um, <laughs> I'm reading New Living, so it's kind of a paraphrase, but so you get there's things you pick up there that you don't pick up otherwise. He said, Neither shall any of them that provoked me see it, but my servant Caleb, because he has another spirit with him and has followed me fully, him will I bring into the land. Where he went and his seed, his seed shall possess the land. Okay, I'll go back to the New Living in verse 26. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, how long must I put up with this wicked community and its complaints against me? Yes, I've heard the complaints of the Israelites that they're making against me. Now tell them this. All right, I got a message for them. They're complaining. They want me to answer. I got an answer. I'm going to give them an answer. As surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do uh, to you the very things I heard you say. What did you say? That's what they're thinking right then. What did we say? You will all drop dead in this wilderness because you've complained against me. Every one of you who is 20 years old and older and was included in the registration will die. That's what they said. We're going to, it would be better if we stay in Egypt. We're just going to die in the wilderness. He brought us out here to die. He said, all right, I'm going to deal with you according to what you said. That's how I'm going to deal with you. So what did you say? What are you saying? Well, you better change it now if you're not, (laughs) if you're talking words of death. (laughs) You better change those words. All right. Oh, okay. Uh, Isaiah 12, 3. Therefore, with joy, you draw waters out of the wells of salvation. Philippians 4, 4 through 6. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Joy is a harvesting factor. Now, we have the exact same Spirit of faith that Joshua and Caleb had when they went into the promised land And when they came out of the promised land and when they're trying to convince the people hey hey, hey, Oh, don't don't say that don't say that don't do that don't go down that route Don't yield to your flesh like that stop connecting yourself there connect yourself with what God said Abraham believed according to that which was spoken Not according to that which was felt or that which was seen what he felt in his body, what he saw in his body was impossibility. God doesn't know what he's talking about. But God said to him, I have made you the father of many nations. He believed according to what God spoke. The Holy Spirit said through the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, you have the same spirit of faith. Are you going to believe according to that which was spoken? And because you have the same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak. So the spirit of faith, the confession of the spirit of faith is I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Those gas prices are not a problem for me. Uh, these wars are not a problem for me. God leads and He guides. He'll make a way where it seems like there is no way. It's just an opportunity to watch God show out, watch God show up. Let me give you, I believe, one more illustration, and that is, um, you all know, like the Civil War. I like the Civil War. I studied the Civil War. I actually have a, uh, a book on uh, leadership in the Civil War. I got from uh, the Mosby House, which is a kind of uh, thing out by us. Anyhow, um, Gettysburg probably, maybe the most famous battle of the Civil War it was kind of like the turning point of the Civil War, and. Um, they got to, have you ever been over there and saw a Little Round Top, which was the main pivotal point uh, of the war? And so a Little Round Top, they had a Chamberlain over there with his men. And that, to make a long story short, they said, you know, you have to keep this hill at all costs. Well, the Confederates got there, and they were tired, and they were exhausted, and they all saw the high ground. And that day, the battles, if you had the high ground, you kind of won the war. They said, we'll take it tomorrow. Well, the Union went up under Chamberlain, and they took Little Round Top, and then they said, you, have, you must keep this mountain at all costs. No matter what, you have to keep this mountain. And you know what? They kept the mountain. It turned the tide of the war, and the north one and the south lost. Well, there is a mountain in your life, and it is the mountain of believing and speaking. You must keep that mountain at all costs. You must speak what you believe and what you believe must come from what God has said. It'll, it'll, it'll pivot the entire battlefield of your life. The entire war will hinge upon that. What you say with your mouth, life and death are in the power of your tongue. So refuse to say anything that is not the spirit of faith. You know, faith always has a good report. Faith always says, you know, they're saying like, oh, there's giants, there's problems, there's this. Yeah, but we got God on our side. Yeah, but God will make a way. Yeah, but God is bigger. Yeah, but God is stronger. But did, okay, did God say he would provide for you or did he not? Well, if you believe it, then what business do you have yielding your, the members of your body your mouth, your thoughts. What business does a believer have giving that over to the world's thoughts and the world's ways? Well, some people, you have a job where you have to study that stuff and know about it, and I don't encourage you to not know about it. I encourage you to turn the television or the media, whatever, off if your spirit is being negatively affected by it. You know, but we're in the world, not of the world. If you want to go to a place where you have no troubles, Jesus said you had to be taken out of the world altogether. In the world you'll have troubles, but whine and complain about it. Be sad about it. He said, no, in the world you'll have troubles, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. So we are those that have the same identical spirit of faith the same identical spirit of faith that David had when he ran at the giant that Joshua and Caleb had when they came back and gave a good report you know what happened all those people 20 years and older died and did not enter into the promised land but Joshua and Caleb they entered into they got what they everybody got what they said they were affected by the people they were around however but they got what they said We are well able. We will go in and possess it. So, ha ha, what are you saying? You ought to get to moving your mouth. Say what God says. Hebrews 11. We only got about another 30 minutes. I'm just kidding. Just kidding, just kidding. I don't believe that. Okay. Okay. It's possible. Hebrews 11.33, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, Out of weakness, we were made strong. That's an act of faith. Waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised back to life again. That's a spirit of faith. That's the same spirit of faith. People who live by faith, their actions declare faith. It's not your mouth saying you have faith, oh, I have faith. No, it's their actions, including their mouth, demonstrating their faith or manifesting their faith. It'll be just the way God has said. We are more than overcomers. God is my victory. Jesus is my Lord. Money is coming. God is sending money. Opportunities are coming. God is giving us the opportunity. The Lord is leading me now. I may not be fully conscious of the specifics at this moment, but God is showing, and I I am made to understand. Where I'm weak, He's strong. Where I struggle, He's greater. My weakness, He's greater than my struggles. He's greater than my weakness. The fact uh, is, I am not going to magnify my weakness. I am not going to magnify. My troubles, I'm magnifying the Lord, I'm magnifying the power of God. I have irrevocably tied myself to Him. I am not leaving Him, and He's certainly not ever gonna leave me. Amen. He will come through. Look what the Lord has already done. If He gave you Jesus, what Romans 8:31, if He gave you Jesus, how will He not freely give you all things? Well, you just got to go back to that one thing. Wait a minute. He gave me Jesus. He gave me Jesus. And since he gave me Jesus, he'll freely give me anything else. There's nothing to stop this mighty moving force but my mouth. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? I like the one translation, if God be for us, who would dare to be against us? How dare you defy the armies of God, David said. How dare you do that. Uh, Stand with me, if you would. The English word for gospel is derived from two words. God or good and spell. It's an old Saxon word meaning history, relation, narration, word, or speech. And the word, therefore, means a good communication or message. This corresponds exactly with the meaning of the Greek word good or joyful message or glad tidings. I mean, the gospel itself is great news. And if you are a gospel person, if you are a gospel person, if you're born again then you have the same spirit of faith. So it's going to work out. Your kids come. They start to become teenagers. And you're like, in your head, you're like, oh my, what am I going to, how am I going to talk about this? What am I going to say to this? If God before us, who can be against us? I just come alongside and say, I love you. If I mess up, I say, I apologize. And I say, I love you. You know, God loves you. You know, he makes a way. You know, he knows every detail. We are going through this together because we're going, based on the word, we're not going down. We're standing on the word. The word cannot fail. In fact, you'll know if the word ever fails because the earth will cease to exist, the Bible says. So the word will never fail. We have the same spirit of faith. All right, let's, let, let's just... Uh, Let's move our mouth for a second. Let's say some things. I have, I have the same, spirit of, faith, same spirit, of the spirit of faith, the identical spirit of faith that Jesus has. That Jesus has. I, have his I have his attitude. I have his heart. I have his, heart. I have his, authority. I have his authority. I have him in me. He supplies the vision. He supplies the words. He He has given the authority. He has has won the victory. He victory. He He is my Lord. God is doing something good in my life. God is speaking to me. God is working on my behalf. You believe that? Say it again. God is working on my behalf. God knows my name. He knows what's going on in my life. He is touched with those feelings of my inabilities and He has made a way and He always makes a way and I'm keenly aware of His direction, His leading, His source, His supply. I am His and He is mine. God is in Christ, is in Christ. And, Christ is in and Christ is in me, therefore I am in God, am in God. And, God is in me. and God is in me, hallelujah, praise the Lord, glory to God, thank you Jesus, amen, God's a good God, hallelujah, 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 all right, let's all uh, close our eyes, uh, I'm going to give an opportunity if you don't know Jesus, I'm going to give you an opportunity to know him. Most important decision you could ever make in your entire life. Many thoughts. There's many thoughts, many reasonings, many voices, many things vying for your attention, uh, trying to overwhelm you and overtake you. But I want you to just calm your, your mind down. Listen from your heart. The Spirit of God... He does his best work in the midst of chaos and I want to invite you to respond to him today as he moves upon your heart Do you know Jesus Christ came into the earth and lived human life perfect sinless not so that he could come and say look I did it you have to do it or you're just a loser because he knew our weaknesses and our inabilities he did it because he loved us and he was sent to forever defeat the power of the devil over every human being in truth the work is already done but it doesn't become yours until you believe and receive the Bible says if you believe in your heart not your head but your heart That God raised Jesus from the dead. And you make a a confession with your mouth. You say with your mouth, I believe that. I receive Jesus as my Lord. That you will be saved. With the heart you believe and you're made right with God. But with the mouth you confess confess, and deliverance comes. New life comes. Salvation comes. I'm going to pray a prayer here in just a few seconds. I want you to pray that with me and with other believers if you'd like to receive Jesus as your Lord. Jesus' whole reason, he said, the whole reason I came was for you to have overflowing life. The life of the believer who walks in fellowship with God is so flowing with the very life of God that it's really hard not to rejoice, it's really hard to not smile, it's really hard to not have a good report because God has done so many good things. I'm gonna pray, I want you to make a decision in three seconds, three, two, one. All right, decide right now. I'm following Jesus, I'm going with him and now those that wanna do that, you pray this from your heart and God will hear your prayer and answer you, answer your prayer. God above I come to you right now I believe that you are and that you reward those who seek you I believe that Jesus died on the cross and that you raised him from the dead that he's alive today Jesus, I receive you as my Lord. I I give my whole life over to you. Father God, thank you you're my Father now. That I am born again, fill me with your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When you receive Jesus as Lord, there is a new creature and you're it. Something that never existed before. It's actually a connection between humanity and God. And if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things passed away, all become new. If you prayed that prayer, we wanna help you uh, as you walk in your new life and live this new life if you could um take an extra moment and uh, go back to the sound booth or come up here uh, with somebody's uh, uh tim and kathy and jessica and gary when they come up at the end of the service to pray and let them know you prayed that prayer uh, you just gotta confess jesus said if you don't confess me before men i won't confess you before my father but if you confess me before men i'll confess you before my father and so um it's the most freeing thing to confess jesus as lord the weights all go off new life comes, and uh, we're so excited for those in the last few weeks who have accepted Jesus and uh, starting a brand new walk and a brand new way, and uh, there's many more that are on that path that are coming in, and uh, God's doing a new thing. Same thing he's always done, but we see it in a new way. You know, behold, I do a new thing, he said. And uh, there's really been a shift in uh, the things of the Lord, And so we are excited and thrilled for what the Lord's doing. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like prayer for anything, um, maybe you wanted to pray, but you got nervous and now you kind of feel like you need to pray. Well, uh, Tim and Kathy or Jessica and Gary would be happy to pray with you and for you. I would too. I try to not necessarily do the end of the prayer so I can say hi to people as well, Uh, but I'm always happy to pray with people. And uh, we love you. God bless you. Watch what you say. It's not really a matter of just guarding your mouth, although you should guard your mouth, but it's a lot easier to guard your mouth if you just make a decision today. Today, everything changes. I don't really care what the past, what it was, but I will speak with the spirit of faith. I'll have a confident expectation because of what God has said, and because I believe God. Paul on a ship, remember he said? The ship is sinking. They're despairing. They're like, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. Paul says, wherefore, sirs? I believe God. It's going to be the way God said. I believe it's going to be the way God said. I believe in your life, it's going to be the way God said. I believe the plans of God will come to fullness and fruition in your life. I believe the gift and callings of God on your life are coming to pass. I believe the Lord is guiding your life. I believe the Lord has ordered your steps. I believe the Lord is your navigator. I believe the Lord is giving you direction in the big things and the little things. I know it. Hallelujah. Be blessed. Have a good day.